What's up, pretty babies? Welcome to another episode of Get Close. I am Gio. And I'm Bart. You know how we've been together for a pretty long time? Sadly. Okay. Pretend like I didn't hear that. <laughs> um, did you ever have like a, a favorite I told you so moment? Oh my God. Like all the time. What's your favorite? What's your most recent or what's your most favorite one? A favorite one? Fuck. That's the thing. I don't keep telly. Yeah. So I don't know. I just you don't know keep I've tally had... or you have bad memory? <laughs> Maybe it's bad memory. <laughs> but I, I don't hold on to things for that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't hold on to things for that long or you're not smart enough to remember? I don't know if fucking smarts has anything to do with memory, you fucking dick. I think it does. A little bit. How do you go, I think, and then try to give me a statement? That's how the world works. <laughs> um, it's called the Fauci method. I don't. I can't think of anything off the top of my brain. I can't think of anything. But I know there's a lot of those moments where I'm like, see, motherfucker, I'm always right. I think it's literally in our whole relationship. I think I'm always saying that. Oh, that's good. Like, you'll say something and I'm like, I fucking told you. Oh, shit. Like, um, something as petty as like when you drove into the lake in Big Bear. And I was like, don't do it. This is not solid. There's zero evidence of that. Uh, So everyone go to Bart (laughs) Kwan's Instagram. It's Bart Kwan. And then it's going to be in the year 2019. Damn, you remember the year? No, I'm making it up. Uh, I'm just assuming it was 2019 because in the 2020, started? At the, it was before the pandemic for sure. So it's either 2018 or 2019 or 2017, one of those. I think it's 2017. <clears throat> Go on the YouTube and watch the video, but I think it's 2017. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of. But shit like that, where I'm always going like, don't do this. And then it happens. I'm like, I told you. It feels so good. Oh my God. Why it does it so make good. you feel so good? Because I'm right. Who doesn't like feeling right? But don't you think that you never got anything out of it? It was just me. No, no me I having, get plenty That's out me of having it. fun, though. I get plenty out of it. Because it's you going, uh, fun police, don't do that. That's not fun. And then I do it. And I'm like, look how fun that was. And you go, I told you so. I'm like, well, I still have my fun. Well, cool. You get your fun. But then I get my validation of like, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. Damn. I think I'm getting buff because like, either that or I'm just <laughs> gaining a lot of weight. But yeah. damn, this is feeling a little bit tight here. You like that? My little biceps. <laughs> you like yeah, it? I love it. Oh, okay. I love it. I don't know if girls like it when their clothes feel tighter. Well, I don't know if it's a guy-girl type of thing. Oh, because I know um, guys for sure. Well, not around the midsection, but around the arms are like, oh, hell yeah. These sleeves are feeling nice. Well, I do tight. feel, I see my biceps and I feel them and I'm like, ooh la la. Oh, and you didn't have them before, so you feel stronger? No, yeah. I, I didn't really have much muscle. I was a fucking skinny fat bitch. That's my I told you so moment. Cool. I didn't want it though, so it doesn't matter what you tell me. I know, but it still feels good. That you knew I was going to like it eventually? No, it's just like, I feel like for a long time of our period. Of uh, our period? Yeah. Where I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I think you should train. I think you should train. I think you should really train. Like, really put your mind to it. And then you um, uh, were like, not so about it. But I'm like, trust me, once you get the bug, it's going to feel so good. It's going to feel your whole life. And then it took a few years. But then the amount that I see you train now, it's like, wow. That's awesome. Like, I love how committed and disciplined you are now and like and how much you're getting after it to the point where that feels better than the I told you so. Well, your I told you so but is then my, way more elevated no, than my. No, no, it's not. I, I'm not done because <laughs> the petty side you're of like, me, way for the it. petty side of me is, is still the petty side of me is still like. Fucking told you so, you fucking dumb bitch. You would have done this five years <laughs> earlier. You'd be fucking squatting nine hundred pounds. God damn it, you fucking dumb bitch. I told you so. 
Yeah, but I didn't want. I don't want to squat nine hundred pounds. I know. Just whatever the metric I of success the, is. I hit all the numbers I wanted to hit. Fucking back in, I don't know, twenty sixteen or fifteen or fourteen or some shit. Your standards are that low. Very low. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't really care for strength that much. Like I love strength. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love feeling capable and strong. Yeah. But now I'm in the phase where I'm like, I just want to look fly. Like I just want. I want to. I want that bodybuilding shit. You want a bodybuilder body, or you want more of like. Uh... The CrossFit body. Oh, okay. Yeah, the CrossFit body. Because bodybuilding for me and what I observe, it's um, I still want to be super athletic. Yeah. Whereas bodybuilding, it's very isolated movements. Yeah. Yeah. Why 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 do you ask me this question? Do you if do you have something in your pocket that you're like, oh, I'm gonna That was that, that was it. That was the only one? Yeah, I was just thinking about like what are the times in the relationship that like make you go, I fucking told you, you know, and then they're like, and I knew it, and I knew that was the right answer. And it finally came out to literally, be. Yeah, it's literally everything. Like, I'll be like, hey, make sure to get this thing done. Because if you don't, I can already foresee this happening. Yeah, but those are dumb, though. Like when They're you not dumb. When you're telling me to do things, it's stuff that I go, I know I need to do it. I just can't do it now. Or when you talk to people and you're offending people all the fucking time. And I'm going, hey, if you continue this, it's going to go down this road. When and then, do I ever offend anyone? Well, it's not that you're trying to offend. It's just the way you talk to people. How do I talk to people? Like a robot. Like how? Give me an example. Do you have enough intelligence to drop an example? Like that. Like that. Yeah. Like that's annoying. What what is Do you have enough intelligence to talk to people? And you don't really talk to people that way, but it comes off that way. It can it can come off a little condescending. And because I know you so well, I'm like, oh, he never means that because Bart doesn't operate on ego that way. Yeah. Um, but to the recipient, if they don't have that layer of understanding of who you are as a core person, then it comes off very fucked up. Yeah. And I'm and i and I'll have to tell you, like, hey. Just to let you know, the way you worded that or said that, they might misinterpret because we're all very insecure people and we might read it because we all operate the exact same way and Bart's like on fucking planet Mars. I'm going to be like, they're going to read it this way, so get ready to have another explanation. And you're like, no, nah, I should be fine. And then within that hour, they reply or there's like a back and forth happening. I'm like, see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> so that feels good. <laughs> Not really because I have to they go in. They hate you. <laughs> they hate you. <laughs> It looks funnier because you have these big ass headphones on. Oh. <laughs> um, it's not. It's not a ha ha, but it, a little bit. You know, like it's a little bit. It's not a full on ha ha because I have to go in and clean it up and I have to be like, no, 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 no. Actually, this is what what he really meant. Blah blah blah. And they're like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, you know what they meant was. And then you're like, ah, oh, okay. So it sucks for me because I'm in the middle of it. But um, <laughs> yeah, that little part of me goes ha ha. You stupid motherfucker. What I've been beginning to realize is by listening. Is that it seems like when guys do the I told you so, it seems like um, guys still get the shit in of the stick. Whereas <laughs> girls get to benefit from it. Explain. So like a very simple example. Feel a little skewed. A very simple example would be like, like I go outside and I'm like, hey, babe, I think she bring a jacket. You know, like, nah, it's fine. Right. <laughs> 30 minutes get later. Get another example. 30, 30 minutes later. It's cold. Can I have your jacket? I'm like. Oh, I fucking told you so. But then now I'm inconvenienced because I have to give you my jacket. Now. No, but it happens that way with females too. How? Where we'll say like, um, I can't think of specific because these are tropes now that you're talking about. No, right? I'm talking about fucking like just any day. No, these are tropes. These are like stereotypical things. Um, whereas for us, we're more about like big picture and like family because we're not selfish the way guys are. 
girls are always thinking about for the most part they're always thinking about the whole family dynamic so we're thinking about every single person and we try to be prepared for every single person that's why your dumb ass but none of it ever that's happens, why your dumb ass is always using my shit and i'm like wait you knew that this was gonna happen why are you taking my shit you're like i didn't have to bring mine because i knew you were gonna bring yours and i'm like fuck See? you it's more so dependable. It's the same thing. It's you're more dependable. Yeah, you can't flip it and call it that. It's the same thing. What What of yours do I ever use? Everything. <laughs> like what? Everything. There was something. Oh, okay. We were gonna go pick Tyke up. Yeah. I had my fucking, fucking super ice cold, packed to the brim with ice water. Enough for two people. Yeah. No, no, enough for one person because I was fucking thinking about myself and myself only because this is my only time to think about myself. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And you're also fucking geeky enough Hold to up. fill that shit up. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you call it. I'm fucking prepared. Yeah, you're the fucking geek I'm not with like, the I'm so with the binder full of all the homework and paper. I don't give a fuck. I'm the cool guy in class. I don't have any paper, but I'm going to borrow some. Yeah, go for it. I don't have to fucking waste my time begging for fucking shit, okay? Okay, you geek. Go. Call me a geek. All motherfucking day. Um, and you had your fucking cup, that barbell one, yep. filled to the brim also with ice and water. Okay. We go into my car to go get Taika. I have his little fucking sippy cup whatever thing too. Yeah. I put it on his little arm fucking chair of yeah. his little thingamabobber. You're a good mom. His yeah. car seat. Yeah, I'm the best. Um, You sit in and you start drinking my water. Yours has a straw. <laughs> You know when you drink with a straw, it's like, it's ooh, different. It's, different. it's refreshing. It hits different, I get And it. you buy shit. I don't even know where the fuck you buy that. You buy. That's not my where problem. Where do you get cool shit like that? I don't even know. You just got to do your research, dude. I don't got time to fucking shop all day like you do. I don't got, what? I do more than you do. All you ever do is on Pinterest all day. I don't know how even, I don't even know how to get to Pinterest. No, you don't even know how to fucking post on Instagram and you're on that shit all day. What are you talking about? You're just dumb. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that you're dumb? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have these <laughs> skills. Yeah, that's get, not my problem. Why do cool I need to shit. suffer? Because I'm cool. I get a lot of shit done in a day. I can take care of everyone else and myself. So I get the shit under the stick. So you got all, the, all that covered. But like, let's say you need to go off the beaten path. I got you covered. Fuck off. I have GPS. What the fuck do I no, need you for? I'm talking about when you need to like fucking, fucking what? traverse terrain. Where Don't it's worry like about dirt, it. Dirt, rocks and stuff. You know, I got you covered. Who was driving the other half fucking on that dirt road? I'll drive. You know I drive better than you anyway. No, but you don't even have that. You have to borrow my stuff just like I have to borrow your stuff. No, I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have, I have to. to. I'm the one with the cool vehicle. In terms of vehicles, I'm the one with the straw and the, and the, and the, and the ice. Look at what you're turning to. What am I turning to? I'm the one with the cool vehicle. I told you so. <laughs> I told you so right now in, in this podcast. I told you my vehicle is cooler. You're so stupid. Why? You just became nine. I've been nine. <laughs> Maybe eight. I might be eight. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a male female thing. I think it's just person versus person. Some some people, myself, yeah. are just highly capable and very independent. And some people like you are just dumb. <laughs> you're you're independent. A hundred percent. You can't do half the things in the house. You're always telling me to do shit. Give me something. Like you don't even know how to. You don't even know how to take the trash out. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you got me. You don't know how to do that. You know how to do it like this and that and that and this. <laughs> What's the this and that, that and this? I don't know. All the things you always tell me to do. Like what? I forgot. But I called it out at the time where you'll tell me to do something. And I'm like, oh, so you're times, independent now. So those times that I call you out is because literally I take care of everything in the fucking house. A hundred percent. I take care of all of it. Good for you. And I'm fucking overwhelmed with work because I'm also the CEO of fucking Barbell Brigade. Good for you. Yeah. That I'm going, hey, 
for this one time because you're sitting on the couch trying to figure out how Instagram works and you're like, hey, how do I put text on this fucking story? And I'm like, oh my God, can you please help me with they one need, thing? Instagram needs to come with a tutorial. <clears throat> no, they keep changing it a lot. Yeah, that's the only time I ask for help. What okay? Do you remember? I don't remember. Tell me the examples so I can use it on you. It's so few when I ask you for help. You probably told me to vacuum some shit because you didn't know how to do it. Because I don't know how to vacuum. You know how to do those cool triangles like I know how. Yeah, I do. You do? Of course. Who doesn't? Show me. I bet you can't do the whole house. I'm not showing you shit. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm stupid? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so dumb. Or what about, uh, what was that one time you needed me to go, like, switch the, the breaker out or something? That you couldn't figure out either? No, I knew I did it, but you didn't know how to do the breakers. What breakers? Is it when I had to call the fucking community person to come and fix it and the electrician did it? No, some other thing. It was like something you need me to go like switch the breakers out and then I did it. And That's it how it. few it is that like you can't even remember. That's how little I involve you in anything I need help with. That's how little help I need. That's good. I'm, Isn't it really dope? Yeah, it's dope. You're actually. so lucky. So where do, where do you get the shit out of the stick? Explain that to me. Well, you have to take my jacket all the time. What jacket? Are, it's fucking 100 degrees right now. What jacket well, right are you now, talking about? The other day, you just grabbed my fucking puffy jacket. Because it's downstairs. I didn't take it off your body. You, got, you didn't even use it. I put it there on purpose. No, I put them all there on purpose. No, my I brought jacket, your shit down too. I put the puffy jacket there on purpose. All right, congratulations. You know how to take care of yourself. Fine. <laughs> how does it feel to have such an independent person? Honestly, I love it. Like, what is the thing <laughs> that you think I can't do? Honestly. I... Uh, will not compliment you, but, but I, you're going to compliment. No, me. but just know the highest form of compliment is that I chose you to be my wife. There's no greater compliment that I could ever give. Fuck off. Who do you no, think you there's are? No dude. other like anything else. If I say like if I talk about your beauty and intelligence, your character, your ambition. What's, wait, wait, tell me about all, the character. All of that. What's, falls, what's with the character? All of that falls way below just the fact that I allowed you into my kingdom. Fine. What are your my standards? Domain. My lord. My domain. Yeah. What are your standards? What do you look for in a female? What were you looking for? Can I tell you and honestly? And how did I surpass that? Can I tell you honestly? How did I blow that shit out of the water? Can I tell you honestly? Always. I don't know. <laughs> it's not much. You're like, I don't know. I just wanted her to walk on two legs. <laughs> no, I think like ever since I was a kid, um, maybe because I've been watching fucking period pieces since I was a kid. So my brain and like standards of stuff is so weird. I've always had this uh, worst nightmare that I was going to die. And then if I well, wait, 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 back it up because uh, you are <laughs> we all are <laughs> like I could die any second. OK. And because but you had a feeling you were going to die young. Um, I just feel like I'm very vulnerable, like I'm going to die at any time. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact that you had asthma, flat feet, you're blind, um, you get sick really easily, you were very scrawny, any of those? No, it's still with the superior pieces. <laughs> OK. okay. And uh, I think I felt like I could die at any time. So, like, ever since I was a kid, probably even when I was, like, man, even when I first started having crushes, maybe even, like, eight or nine, I always was. Eight or nine, what is that, fourth grade? Yeah. I always wanted someone that I felt like if we got together and we had a family and we started building, like, a household, that um, if I died, I had 100% confidence she can carry it. I can see where that comes from. Really? Where? Your mom. At that point, your parents are divorced. And you see your mom fucking smashing it. 
So it's not the period pieces? I mean, it could be. That could have further emphasized it. Is it in these period pieces, is the king like the fucking almighty guy and then his concubines or the chicks are just all like these weaklings that need them? No. Maybe it, you it, saw no, that and you're like, oh, no, I don't want that. It's the king. Maybe I saw that, but it's also like the kings get killed and then the, the tough queen takes over. Oh, that rules, could. Rules the land. That could also be it, but I think the fact that your mom was also a living example of that, that you're like, oh, they do exist. Because, like, we all pick people that are similar to our parents, right? Because that's what we grew up with, so it feels similar, and it feels comforting. You do dress like my mom. Oh, really? With these type of fucking nice rack? Yeah. My buttons weren't With your, like, yeah, my mom leaves her shit on button all the time. Yeah, I've, I've seen her titties a couple times. Yeah. I've seen your armpit hair just like I've seen my mom's armpit no, hair. No, you haven't. <laughs> that's non-existent. Yeah, but I think, I think of that. So, like, you know, like, um, I think because of that, I've never felt like I I I uh was in line with the crowd. So you know like in every classroom, you kind of have like that the small version of the trope, right? Like you have like a the popular the prom queen, like she, yeah. oh, everyone knows she's going to be a prom queen because she's also going to be the cheerleader. And then you have the other chick who's like attractive in her own way, but you know she's going to be good at sports or she's probably like a tomboy or something. Or you have like the guy that's like the Blue Ranger, you know, he's gonna be good at computers, like Billy, right? Like the original Power Ranger. Like, there's always like that trope. Um, in almost every class that I had, starting in elementary, I never uh, knew that there was a geo out there for you. No, I never really liked. Or my number one pick wasn't the cheerleader. It was always the more athletic or like girl that kind of had like the uh, that presence, you know, where like some people might count it as a tomboy. Or some might count it as like more athletic or whatever. I always like like gravitated towards that. Ever since I was a kid. So like masculine energy. A little bit. So I think like um, yeah, which is why I let you into my domain. Because there's a lot of chicks that are that. that would I mean, apply. that is valid. You had to let me in your domain. However, it doesn't end there. I had to allow you into mine. No. Yes, a hundred percent. What the fuck? I'm on the VIP list. No, you're not, dude. Yeah. Oh, God. Did you see what you used to look like? Yeah, but the minute you hear... Bar, 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 bar. <laughs> you hear that? And man, the fucking seams of the thong is bursting. It's fucking Where are the seams dripping. on the thong, dude? Where are the seams on the thong? I don't think you've seen enough thongs. Like that. <laughs> That's you know, how it's sewn. Here there. They, they sewn. They're sewn like that. It's a fucking EQ. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they're sewn. <laughs> Non-chafing thongs. It's sewn real nice. Yeah, yeah. And then, so like, uh, yeah, I let you into my domain because, you know, the first time we met, I've been going like this. First time we met, huh? I'm like, she'll do. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to let my friend have at her first. Yeah. And, and then I'll... And then I'll do this for a few more years. <laughs> she passed. She passed the 100-point smog inspection. Three years later. Yep. I got to make sure that she passes all of this smog. That's fucking funny. So your smog passed. Smog tested. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I was definitely not doing that with you. Um, but I'm happy that happened. Yeah, I don't really have <clears throat> aha moments. I mean, uh, see moments with you because... Um, I don't know if we're that petty with each other, you know, because I think I think we well, both... you definitely feeling in the heart. 
<laughs> right? With the pettiness? Yeah. Like, you know, like telling me to like get my tags, get my tags, get my tags. Yeah, but it's it, never I anything. I get pulled over. You're like, I fucking told you to get your goddamn yeah, tags. Yeah, okay. But honestly, like jokes aside, it never feels good. Because I'm like, I don't want to be right. Mm. Right? Because I'm trying to prevent something from happening. So when it happens and I'm right, I'm like, fuck, man. I didn't want to deal with this. So it's never a ah, fucking gotcha, bitch. Yeah. You know? It's more of like a fuck. I didn't want this to happen. Only when it's good shit where I'm like, no, come on, trust me, it's going to be good. Those are the ones I do like, you know, where, where, um, but you're also not a, a dowdy person. Yeah. So it's, I don't really have those stories either because anytime I want to try something, you're always down for it. Yeah, I'll try anything twice. <laughs> yeah, you'll try anything twice. So those stories, it's very few also. But anytime it's one of those that I'm trying to prevent something where I'm like, come on, do this, this, or whatever, um, I'm not going, yeah. It's more like, oh, fuck. And I got to help this stupid motherfucker clean all this shit up. Yeah. That's how I felt with fitness. I was like, man, how do I how do I help her? I know it's really good for her. And then she, she it's going to be good for her more than she can imagine. Yeah, you can't. You can't help yeah. people if they don't want it. You can't. Yeah, you really can't. Because so what it ended up happening, remember, it put you pushed me away from yeah, it so much. I'm I like, I fucking out. hate this shit. Yeah. I hate you and this shit. And I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Burnt you out. <clears throat> look at you now. You're awesome. Yeah, because uh, I, I I put myself through it. And now it's dope because you have so much knowledge that now we're like both in it together so we can bounce back and forth. Whereas before it was like, I fucking hate this shit. Yeah, so um, I kind of like that we don't have these moments where we're like, aha, gotcha. You know, it just feels so childish. And I don't know if we have a childish relationship. Still fun. Uh, it's, it's childlike wonder that we do have that's really cuny. But we don't, we don't, I don't ever want, I don't ever want to um, celebrate any of your shortcomings because that's just stupid. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm living with you. Why would I, why would I want that? Yeah. If anything, I want to elevate you because um, if you're better, then you help me be better. And then once I'm better, then I help you be better. And we just keep pulling each other up higher and higher. So for me to celebrate when you're not in that space, is just stupid on my part because I'm like, wait. So I'm going to hold you down and I'm going to keep myself down. That's just stupid. Yeah. My dad's still mad about stuff like that. Like, you know how uh, my mom like really loves fortune tellers. And then the fortune teller told my mom, like, this is the year your guys are going to get divorced. And then that's the year they got divorced. And so my dad, like, till this day, he's like, that fucking dumb bitch. The fortune teller told us we're going to get d divorced this year. One, we can really not get divorced, work on the marriage, or if you want to get divorced, let's get divorced the year before or the year after, so at least we don't prove someone right. And until this day, he's still like, oh, I fucking told you so. <laughs> but then it's the, he got the short end of the stick. Well, they both probably did. They both for sure. And the fact that he's holding on to something so dumb, <clears throat> instead of going, I definitely, like, man, maybe I was a nuisance to put up with. Yeah. Maybe she tried to fucking work it out, and I'm that fucking obnoxious. I don't know if people <coughs> of that generation is that introspective. Of course. Of course. But to hold on to something and, and repeat that, it just sounds so dumb. It's also tough. You know, when you think about it, like, the ideal concept of marriage is you have one chance to make a good decision, and you're supposed to live your life with that decision yeah and back in the day they it so happened actually, a lot quicker than how we do it now yeah so it's actually really hard if you think about it 
for marriage, right? Like people don't even hold on to the car, same car, same house, same friends, well, same clothes. Also, commitment was 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 bigger back then, right? Like people were like, "I am devoting my life to you," but they also did have a bunch of fucking side pieces. <laughs> In that regard, <clears throat> what do you think is better? Like, do you like if someone like let's say in their marriage rough feels an irreparable right they separate and then because uh, i don't think anyone wants a divorce but it's like a, a necessary thing if it, if it gets there right if it starts hurting your own personal health or the people that have had that and then turn back around and have been able to repair it even though they had the side pieces i mean and then they finish at the well, end. if we want to romanticize the whole thing, of course, right? The happily ever after. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Right. But that's not that's not realistic. Um, we all have like we all know this. We're all living living in different phases of our lives. Right. Like if you can find someone that's aligned and living their life in accordance to where yours is and you guys can complement each other and it's harmonious, of course, it's going to work. Right. But um, there's just so many variables when it comes to a relationship. Right. Like how introspective is this person? How um, how fucked up was their family? Like how fucked up is their upbringing or how healthy is it? Like there's just so many different variables. Like it's 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 hard. It's fucking gnarly. And I don't think that there's one right way to do anything. Right. Because like like we had a really rough patch. We worked it out and we stayed together. So, yeah, like you can remove yourself <clears throat> from it and be like, whoa, that's really hard work. And you stuck it through. That's amazing. Right. But then you also have other other stories where they stick it through and it's toxic the entire way. And now it not only affects the other partner, it affects the family and the family, like the extended family. And it's just this big fucking shit show. And it's like, well, they tried, but their their capabilities of, of fixing it was just not was just not it. Or did they try? You don't know. Right. They think they might have tried, but they're trying with whatever tools they have in front of them. Mm. You know, like someone like your dad. um, the way you speak about him, it seems like he's changed so much. But now he's in his early 70s. Yeah. You know, and it took him up until he's in his 70s and divorced and like alone. Yeah. Um, To figure all this shit out. Like, I don't know if he would have gotten to this point if he was still married. Yeah. You know, so like, you don't. I don't yeah. think there's one right way. Sometimes I've heard people say like <clears throat> it took the first divorce to help them make the second marriage last forever. And sometimes it takes the fifth divorce to make that one the one, you know? Yeah. So I don't I don't think I don't think anything has just one way to do it. Um so yeah, on paper, well yeah, happily ever after you figured it out with the same person, good for you. Like how many times do we hear those those couples that like are high school sweethearts? Like the side of me goes, "Oh, whoa, that's really cool." Like damn, just just you two the whole time and you guys are happy and in love that's fucking beautiful and then the other side of me goes what the fuck you've only had one dick one pussy this whole time you're not living life dude you know it just depends on i don't who have you're that slut about. side of me so i don't say stuff like that you we've had podcasts where you talk about i should have fucked more people yeah but that's a different podcast <clears throat> oh this one's a different this you? one will argue with that one. Oh, good it's a different time yeah. even though we talked about it last month because I think like when I hear about those, I'm like, man, those guys have a really good relationship with themselves. Do they? Yeah. How do you know? Because um, I think in order to have a good relationship, 
you have to have a good relationship with yourself first. Yeah. That's the first and foremost. And and and, when and, and, and that in that aspect. When they're high school sweethearts? Now I'm not talking about a career. You know, like everyone has so many lanes in their life, right? Like love, career, like whatever, you know. I'm talking about like they might be dealing with stuff in the career side of things or ambition side of things or whatever, but I'm talking about um the people that are, are able to last and have a really good relationship with someone else both romantic or non-romantic i think it starts off with uh both of them having a good relationship with themselves first so that the because i think a lot of times the relationships they they don't last because uh their own personal demons get projected onto the other person so you're saying someone that doesn't have like a long-lasting relationship is not a happy person with themselves no yeah, but I think people that are like, uh, like, like for example, um, like Nick and Tiff, they've been together since they're in high school. I feel like they 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 probably have a really good relationship with themselves, and which is why they're able to like deal with things and almost stay a team. Because that's the that's the tough part, right? Like I think anytime you have a team, like even with Mike Jordan and Pippen and all those guys, um, as much as everyone wants to have ego, everyone's a pro basketball player. I think ultimately, like. The famous story is the night before the game, Jordan went all over Vegas looking for Dennis Rodman. He knows he needs him. He's the best player in the world. He goes, I know I need him. And that's a really good relationship with yourself to even know that. Yeah, yeah. Versus going, man, fuck that guy. This guy's the one with the, I'll score double the points and just pay me extra. Like the, he didn't have like a, a a narcissistic view in the team dynamic. Yeah, you know? that's very true. He might have had it in like the PR side of things or career side of things. Yeah. Um, but in terms of in this dynamic, I'm not better than anyone. I need this team. I need my Pippen. I need my Rama. I need this team to make the shit work. Yeah. And when I see people that last a long time, I'm like, wow, that's it's inspiring to me. Yeah. Yeah. But then you also have relationships like what I perceive because I'm not in it. But what I perceived my parents relationship was where it was really cold. Um, I say that. Right. And then I have I also have glimpses or like memories of like my dad always grow up in my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and her going, Ooh, you See? know what I mean? And it's perceived like I, know I said. that look from your mom. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> How do you know that look from my mom? Because we flirt all the time. <laughs> um. But it felt like it was such a cold relationship to me. Like it felt like they were never together. They never did any date nights. They'd never hung out with each other. It was always like my mom's with us. My dad's at work. He comes back. She takes care of him and he goes to work. She goes. She, it's like every day, same thing over and over and over again to the point where we were like, yo, why don't you guys just get divorced? Like you guys brought that up. Yeah. Because they wow. it just felt like they were. What do they say? Like we didn't we didn't feel like we didn't hear that like they didn't like yell at each other like it was never like that yeah but it just felt really cold it felt like they were both um they both had things against each other that they just were not happy with did you guys talk about it mm -hmm. among siblings like hey with mom and dad should no divorced. of course not but like um maybe maybe like in passing you'll hear things like like because i wasn't that old like, i wasn't old enough to have those types of conversations with my elder brother and sister um but I do recall those like either conversations or I have those memories of like going, yeah, I agree with that, that they should get divorced. Um, but then they didn't. Um, and then once we all moved out, then they started like going on road trips and they would hang out together all the time and they really became a couple. So like stuff like that, I'm like, 
should they have stuck it out that long? You know? I don't know. Should they had should should they have had like an open relationship? I don't know. I don't really I don't know. I think I think relationships are so fucking complicated. I think they're so complicated. Um so I'm like, fuck, if it's working for you and both of you guys are happy and on the same page and both of you guys are agreeing to these relationship terms, then cool. Do you. Happiness is hard to define too. Right. Because it's like... Well, and you're the only one in charge of your own happiness. Yeah. Because like right now, like 3.30, at 3.30, 45 seconds on this day when uh, like let's say this kid eats candy, he's happy, Right. So he repeats this happiness. I love this every single day. He does it for six months. And then at 3.30, he goes to the dentist and he gets 12 cavities. He's like, fuck, I am sad. But it's like, how did me doing this repeated happiness thing lead to the most worst form of pain I've ever felt? So it's so tough how to like examine happiness. But on the flip side, your parents did might have been the unhappy thing. You know, 3.30 cold for 10 years straight only for it to be really good at the end and now they're really happy so it wasn't like you needed that unhappiness to be happy maybe and then like like how do you measure happiness is it in the moment or is it long term yeah it's like it's so it's such a complicated thing it is and we're constantly changing right so like um my definition or my goal to achieve this this ultimate happiness that i want might have been to have a kid not that it is but it might have been to have that. And then once I have that, I'm like, oh, actually, this is not what it, what I wanted, you know, because like you have to you have to measure your happiness against something. Right. Like the kid eating the candy. Like, how do you know that he was happy? It's like, oh, well, because I felt this and that and like it, it induced these these memories or these things inside of me that like I know I like that. Um, but even happiness is fleeting. Right. Because like if he ate it at three thirty every single day for six months. Let's say he didn't get these cavities. Then um, two years later, he's going to not want that flavor anymore. And if he's only holding on to happiness, then he's going to be like, oh, I don't want this. And I so feel like that's what relationship is. Fleeting, is. Yeah, if happiness is even <clears throat> fleeting, is that even an important thing to strive for? Or is that more of a... Uh, I don't know if it's an isolated thing. Or is it like a painkiller that people want? So I heard this thing that I really liked. Um, and I'm going to botch it up like I always do. But the gist of it is we're going to suffer in everything that we do. Right. So like and, and this was, I think, like in a diet, like the fit, like meme type of shit. So it's like um, you're going to be unhappy regardless of what you do. So if you're going to eat all this junk food, then you're going to be unhappy with your body. Right. Um, but if you start working out, you're going to be unhappy training, but you might be happy with your body. So just pick the suffering that you want. Oh, like the like those memes that <clears throat> memes that are like pick your heart. Yes. Like marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Yeah. They're Pick both. It's the, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like uh, getting overweight. Dieting is hard. Right. Pick your heart. Like those ones. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like everything that's worth experiencing is going to be hard. Yeah. The same way it's going to be just as rewarding. You know, I feel like the harder this, the thing is at the end of it all, it's super rewarding. Like yeah. I know I think that's what, what keeps me. um striving for whatever goal that i have or working really hard for shit because i'm like fuck i fucking hate it and you're gonna hear me vent about it you're gonna hear me complain about it i'm gonna fucking make a fuss out of it just with you because you're my fucking life partner i don't really do that outside of our circle um but yeah i'm gonna be miserable but i won't stop 
because I'm like, this is just a means to an end. Like, this is just something I have to go through and I know I'm going to come out of it and I know it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Like, I've never felt, honestly, I've never felt like when I'm in the fucking most shittiest position, I've never felt like I got to I got to stop. Like, this is this is it. Like, I'm not going to go through with it, you know, because then I go, no, I know I have to go through with it. Like, I know it's going to pay off. I know it's going to be good. Even though that little voice of like, it's going to be good. It's really tiny and I have to fucking fight to search it a lot. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to put my head down and do what I got to do. Yeah, I think uh, for <clears throat> me, my North Star is uh, productivity. So like, I know happiness is fleeting. I know sadness is fleeting. And I think those are bad measures of uh, if what you're doing is good for you, right? Just kind of like that kid example, right? Even though as a kid, it's simple to... Like now that you're an adult, it's easy to look at a kid and go, eating candy every day is bad for you. Yeah, right. right? Duh. The kid doesn't think (laughs) so. Why? This tastes so good. And then when you're an adult, same thing. A senior citizen is going to look at you, what you're doing every day, that is so bad for you. Why are you doing that? But you could be 35 and you're like, what are you talking about? This makes me feel great every day until the moment hits. And then you're like, oh my God, I have this cavity in life. And then the 80-year-old is like, I told you, right? Yeah. So there's always that. What I noticed to help me be um, gauge what's actually important is productivity. So like, you know, in, if I use that like hard meme as an example, like marriage is hard, divorce is hard, pick your heart, or dieting is hard, diabetes is hard, pick your heart. I think for me, it's whatever I'm doing, if it's productive and there's uh, a result that is going to benefit me long term from yeah, it. Yeah, I'm the same. Regardless, if it's unhappy or happy at the moment, I just have to do more of that. Yeah. If there's something that I'm doing that later uh, I know I need to undo it, I should try not to do it regardless of our ha- happy or unhappy, right? Yeah. So, for example. I don't like, know if I think that complicated because that's actually really hard. Like the kid example, right? Like when you're like, okay. If I or like right now, like I, I'm, I'm fat right now, but I know it's controlled because I'm doing this to, to uh, for videos because to, to, I'm we're going to start this program. So I do want to start a little bit heavier so that I can show people when I jump on the get lean program that I can lose the weight. Right. But uh, for example, if I wasn't in control of my weight, when you start gaining weight, you constantly go, oh, man, I need to undo this because I remember when I was in college, I was this weight. And then so. If I keep moving in a direction, no matter how happy I am, but at the bottom of my heart, I know I have to undo this, then I know I'm going down an unproductive path. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if mine is that complicated, but for me, the, vo- the way I've always navigated life was I need to be making progress. Like I need to feel that there's progress being made, whether that's um, in like school, in my work life, in my relationship with friends, in my relationship romantically, uh, how I'm living, you know, how, how I'm living. Like it even started this simply where I was like, okay, this is, this is the, this is the way I'm going to get my cars. Right. I'm not, I'm never going to downgrade with my cars. Cause that, that for me was like a physical manifestation of progress. Cause I'm like, I need to be able to afford more expensive cars. Cause I'm like, what I'm a teenager. You know, so a car is a huge purchase for me. So I'm like, I'm never going to dr- downgrade because then that's when I'm heading down the wrong path. So I always needed to feel like I was growing in something. And if I'm not growing, then I need to change it. So like 
with my friend circle, if I if I felt like I was the smartest person, not and this sounds really fucked up and don't take this. I just don't know how else to explain it. But if I felt like I was the smartest person in my friend circle, I'm like, oh, shit, I need I need different friends. I need to remove myself from the circle because I'm, I'm not getting shit. Um, and the same, like I would try to contribute as much as I knew into the relationships. Right. Or like if I'm dating anyone. I mean, a lot like, of those like uh, super successful people always say like, um, tell surround me, yourself. Yeah, tell me who your five friends are, and I'll tell you what your future is. Yeah, um, and even in my like romantic relationships, I know where I wanted to go. I knew what my next steps were, and I'm like, this is where I'm headed. Are we going down the same path? And if I see that they want to, they just don't have the resource or the knowledge, and I'm like, cool. Let me let me try to help you. Let me let me pull you with me. And if if I felt like I was pulling too much, and I'm like, whoa, we're not we're not going down the same path. See you later. Sayonara. Um, and in everything, everything I ever did, I'm like, I need to feel some sort of progress. If I don't, it's not for me. And it was just that simple. Like, it was just these little markers that I would have that I'm like, I need to feel like I'm growing. I like, I like it. I love growth. Um, I love change. And, um, and I like surrounding me, surrounding myself around things and people that like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um. For me, that, that feeling of growth and progress is so important to the point that I think that's actually what helps me th through burnout. You know, like there's times where I'm burnt out for like years, <laughs> you know, like two years, three years. Um, but I think, <clears throat> but me knowing that all of my actions are adding up to something greater. Yeah no matter how shitty or unmotivated or uninspired that I feel now, I can, I, I will still be able to get my body like through the emotions. Like I feel like I'm definitely like driving through mud. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh like, I don't want to be yeah. here. It sucks. Yep. It, Cause you, you, you were, I was just going 80 miles an hour earlier and yeah. now I'm like, oh, I hit sludge, you know? Yeah. And the fucking tires are just spinning sometimes. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> but they're I, still going, but I know what's, what com what comes, you know, even if I just put one foot in front of the other. So through burnout, like I've been able to still keep pushing for two, three, four years as much as I need, you know, to like yeah. to to because I know that emotions are fleeting and they'll come and go. And if you push hard enough, you actually fall in love with the mud. And once you fall in love with the mud, that's when the most dangerous person comes to life. Because yeah. the person that's like welcomes the pain, that welcomes the hell. Then they're like, fuck, yeah. And all of a sudden, you're sprinting in the mud now. Yeah. I can relate to that pretty hard. Um, I've never I've never labeled anything as burnout. I don't know that feeling. Like, I, I, I can understand. Well, you know the feeling. I can understand what you're saying. But, like, I've never told myself that this feeling of this heaviness or this tired or this fatigue or this frustration or whatever all fucking compiled into one day or space or, or period in my life is burnout like i i don't label it that way i just go, i don't know it's burnout i only know when i've been burnt out yes yes after the because i'm going right. so hard right that i don't even know i'm burnt out right so whenever i feel that way and i'm complaining and i'm like fucking shitting on everything um i notice that i start celebrating internally i start celebrating and leaning into the things that make me happy because the things that are making me happy are so fucking small so it could be something as small as like this design that finally came together that i fucking love and i'm like oh my god this is a fucking huge victory finally out of this fucking i'm like here's the fucking lotus 
flower that just fucking sprouted from the fucking nastiest dumpy swamp shit and i i look at it and i'm like this is the fucking best shit ever and i try to hold on to that and go okay i'm gonna keep fucking going for that next feeling and i really do try to like I don't know. I, I just noticed that I'll like really like try to cling on to this small feeling so that I can just keep fucking charging forward. I don't know if that's healthy or not. No, it's like breath control. <laughs> breath control. Oh, breath control. Yeah, you know when they say like when shit hits the fan and things are fucking crazy, like, you know, in jujitsu, scuba diving, all that stuff. It's like, okay, if the most craziest thing in the world is you feel you're stressed the fuck out. You feel like you're going to die. If you can breathe, you're technically good. You're still alive. Yeah. So let's start with that. So any type of like crazy uh, like um, emergency protocol, it always starts with breath. Okay. You feel like you're going to die. Can you breathe? Cool. Can you control your breathing? Can you breathe at will? Like one, two, three, four. Cool. That's your baseline. Your life. Now let's rebuild. Let's build, 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 build. So I think that's your like breath control where you're like, okay, there's this little win. That's cool. Can I have another little win? Another little win. Yeah. And then it start the wind starts building. Because it feels like it's my progress again. Yeah. Because I'm like, cool, there was a beginning and an end to it. And I saw it to its completion. Even though it's such a small fucking drop in this big ass ocean. I'm going to focus on the small drop because it was this one drop that finally made its way through. If I can do this again, I could probably, if I did this once, I could probably do it again. And I'm like, let's get back in it. And I dive back in. Yeah. Yeah. Life's crazy, man. Life's so crazy, and um, it's cool to have people that are down to open up about their craziness, like their struggles and shit. Because um, everyone's struggling. Dude, literally. Like, we just had dinner with um, our friend's parents. It was our friend, and he brought along his parents. And I fucking love his parents. Yeah. Like, they were, they're also fellow entrepreneurs, um, but they're in their, what, like, 60s? I don't even know. I can't even guess. Yeah, they look so fucking fly and hip. Um, and they were telling us about their origin stories and all their struggles and their perceived failures and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, this is so fucking rad. Cause like, we're all fucking guessing at life. Everyone goes through it and no one has an easy life. That's the thing where I think there's this big, this big misconception, you know, like the, the famous term must be nice. Yeah. Fuck those people. There is no such thing as nice. Because everyone has a difficult life. Yeah, Barb, but what about the people that are born into, like, all this privilege and all this money? They got a difficult life, too. They have different problems. Absolutely. They probably don't know how to connect with their parents. They're probably on fucking drugs. They probably see the craziest, wildest shit. They don't know how to to create actual lasting relationships. They have different set of problems for sure. Yeah. And it sucks because that type of thinking um, is stifling, dude. it's, It's... it's actually very selfish when you think must be nice what you're saying is everyone's life should be as shitty as yours or yours should be as bomb as everyone else's versus i think the understanding that everyone has a tough life is the more empath uh empathetic approach where you're like you know what we all share different struggles maybe the physical difficulties are different but what we're all going through emotionally is it's it's real you know? I don't know if the the it must be nice is selfish. I think the must be nice is lazy, because they're going laziness comes from selfishness. Is it? How yeah. So? so what makes a person lazy? Um, it's a selfish perspective. I guess so. 
yeah i guess i guess it is lazy i mean uh it is selfish right um like like think of think of the immigrant parent right because now the common thing is oh you're not lazy you're just unmotivated right that's the that's these like entrepreneurial yeah, motivation that's the, just keep doing that's shit. the entrepreneurial meme right that everyone preaches you're not lazy you're just unmotivated that's just a nice way to what say about lazy? all the immigrant <laughs> parents who are completely unmotivated you think people want to fucking run dry cleaners or wash dishes in the back of a restaurant but they work 12 hour days to make it happen for their family right they don't have time to figure out what the fuck they're passionate, what they're motivated about. Yeah. They just keep going. That is unselfish. That's the epitome of unselfishness. I got to put food on the table for yeah, my family. Yeah, it ain't about me right, right? now. But when you're going, I can't work unless I, unless it, it aligns it, it, unless with it brings my... a fire to me. Yeah. That's selfish. Yeah. Because like it's, it's about you. So that's why I think like, um, laziness is rooted in selfishness um and that's only coming from the person that's going must be nice yes. because i think and it's then, okay to be selfish and that's what i'm alluding to where yeah. the must be nice concept comes from it's a comparison right it's not from like i'm gonna focus on my own lane and uh i'm gonna do what i can and and benefit my own life the must be nice comes from lane comparison like oh must be nice to have four-wheel drive and this, you know, it's like, okay, no, you don't have four wheel drive, but what can you do? So if you kept, if you kept your eyes on your own lane, you would never say it must be nice because there's nothing to compare to. And that's why I'm saying it comes from a point of selfishness because you're comparing it to something and you feel like you're getting the shit into the stick. Yeah. 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 That's fucking annoying. I can't relate. I can't relate ever. <laughs> like, I don't know if, uh, if Michael Jordan ever would say some shit like that. Yeah, no, because he's are also, making it happen for himself. Yeah, because those those are also people that think um, they don't have control over their life. Because it's like if you know you have control over your life, then you understand that you have the capacity to change it. You have control over your mind and your thoughts. And if you have control over that, you can change those as well. Yeah, I think that's the thing that needs to be taught. The first thing, actually, for kids. You have control over your life that you have control everything is in your control yeah um and i think that would help out because i think that's like the proper framework first understanding everything is in your control and then now that you understand that then you can add tools to that understanding you know versus i feel like a lot of people they uh especially i think in our generation where like we're i think we're the first generation that is the first most college educated and then they go okay cool i know a ton of shit but because they don't feel like they're in control how do i apply that i know how to apply everything i learned even now you don't think that happens uh, i think there's a turn so now i think the turn is uh the more common theme is like you don't need school right you don't need traditional institutionalized education what you do need is self-education that start that's control right okay cool maybe i don't need to pick um all these like four semesters worth of prereqs and jet like ge like i'm gonna just directly learn what i want to learn to do what i want to do and then you're putting control back into your life you know so i think there's definitely a huge shift of that which is pretty freaking amazing yeah where people are like i'm gonna do this uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna learn about this um and even the, the the people that like travel like crazy like finding themselves that's dope like the, the dope part to that is you're doing something, you're doing it, 
You're controlling your life. You're trying to discover yourself. There's things I don't know about myself that I need to put myself in situations to discover myself. Um, I think the problem is when people are discovering themselves for extended periods of time where they're not doing anything with the discoveries and now those become crutches, that's different. But I think when people are like, okay, the next month, two, three, whatever, I'm gonna discover myself. Cool, I know who I am now. Boom, I'm hit the ground running. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we also have to get kind of going past that. Also getting, this is something I'm trying to um, learn currently is also being comfortable with when you understand who you are, also f uh, being nimble enough to know that you're going to change and continue to change. That part's a trip, huh? Yeah, because you're never the same person ever. Yeah. And, and, and you shouldn't be, right? Because how I thought, how I was thinking about life, maybe even last month, I could have came across a really inspiring or compelling story or person or experience that what I thought last month has changed me completely forever. And like being okay with going like, fuck, I don't know who I am at this moment. Every five years, I realized the last game of chess I was playing was checkers. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. Like whatever chess. That is crazy. I, which whatever, is dope though. Whatever chess I think I'm playing now, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's so fucking sophisticated. And you think you're just about to figure it out yeah. and it goes, bum. And then, bam, five years later, I'm like, that shit was actually child's play. You know? Yeah. Like every phase. Like when we... When I graduated college, you know, when I got into college, you know, you talk to the friends that are still in high school. And I'm like, dude, just wait. When you get into college, this is fucking crazy. You come out of college and you get into the workforce. You tell all the friends that just went into college, trust me, college work is crazy. Literally every like five years, you're like, that shit is child's play. Yeah, which is dope because some people might not even feel that. Some people will be like, same old shit, different day. Yeah. And that's why I think that also helps me because no matter how hard things get, I know one day I'll think it's child's play. So I'm like, it's just my perspective right now. Um, but I know if I go through it, it'll be easy one day. Yeah. Just like how everything else was. Yeah. Sometimes, though, the shit you're going through is fucking heavy. Yeah. You feel like, damn, every day. Did this day just double in time? I thought there were 24 hours in a day. Why does it feel like there's 48 today? Like, is time going slow? Like, you just feel like it's never going to end. There's some, there's, there's heavy shit like that, mine, too. Mine never feels, uh, it slows down. It always feels like it speeds up. Even at your darkest times? I feel like I don't have enough time. I feel like it's Even always, at your darkest hour? I don't know if my days are that dark anymore. Or just ever. I'm just talking about just the darkness. Like, the heaviness. That's what I'm emphasizing on. Maybe. Because we're going to continue to have that. We're never not going to have a super dark day. Yeah, that's true. Life just happens. You know, like what's going to happen the day? Like, dude, I, I, I think about this sometimes. I'm like, fuck, how am I going to feel when my mom passes away? You how know? are you going to feel? Dude, that's just that's not going to be a happy day. That might not even be a happy year. Like, who knows? How you do you want to celebrate it? <laughs> we gotta, We got to make it fun. <laughs> Fucking bring out all the vibrators, because <laughs> she said she had vibrators in her drawer. Or we'll some make shit. a pinata out of her face, and everyone gets a whack. That's at it. horrible. No, oh. but shit like that, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. it's inevitable. Like we're gonna have fucking dark days. Yeah, we all are. Yeah, and just fucking. The mortality is real. It is too. gonna end. The mortality is it real too, because like all of the all of our people are our age, 
um, their parents, their uncles starting to get more hospital visits. Oh, God. It's just, I'm like, man, this is, because you know when you're a kid, uh, and you, you think look, you're gonna live forever, and you, and you look at someone that's like thirty something. You're like, man, that's old. You're like, oh shit, they're adults. And then you look at your grandparents, and you're like, man, you're really old. <laughs> and then now I'm like, oh shit, I'm the adult that I used to look at, and my parents, who used to be the strong adult, is now the withering grandparent. It's like, wow, how have the turntables? Yeah, how have the turntables? That shit's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I don't know, man. That's why, like, we can get into the weeds of all this shit, right? Yeah. And then I go, but I'm here now. And, like, I just want to make the best of every day. And sometimes it's fucking hard. Because I find myself thinking about all these other things. And go, wait, 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 wait. I got to come back down to here. Like, right now. And, like, technology and work and all these other things just make it so hard. So I'm glad that we're like gonna take a vacation. Why does why does technology make it hard? Cause it's it's all curated shit that you're very interested in. Oh. Yours doesn't look like mine. Yeah, and it's, it's made it's, just for me. Yeah, you of get, everything you that get I love. Lost on Instagram real quick. Yeah, cause it's all my favorite things that I picked myself. If it was if I was on your Instagram, fuck, I'm not spending five minutes on that because I'm not interested. But it's curated. Yeah. To my likings, so it's just it's just whispering in my ear every fucking five minutes. I'm not on it. Hey, baby. Do you have a time where you are like, you want to get rid of it? Get rid of social media? All the time. Every day. Every time I'm on it that I find myself being on it a little too long. So I What's the defining moment for you to stop it forever? When I'm living the life where I carefree. Where I feel like I've taken care of my family, my immediate family. I've taken care of my extended family. I see that they're living... And this is selfish on my part because who's to say that they're not right now, right? But they're living at the standard that I want them to be living at, right? They're close to us, or we're at least we're close to each other. They're in, they're in uh, what I consider uh, a better neighborhood. Um, like all my, all my, all of that's taken care of. Do you think it's inevitable? And though? then working is a is a choice. Do you think it's inevitable that everyone is going to be on social media? Like I can totally, I could totally see people that are addicted to social media, right? Of course. And then they're like, you know what? One day when I'm retired, I we're won't all be. addicted. So they work hard. They retire. Now they're sitting on the beach. Now they're back on their phones. Is it like inevitable? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but I don't know if I have that that in me. I think when I make my decision to do something, it's it's pretty set. It's hard for me to go back to it. You know. And then because I'm so self aware of the decision and why I'm making it. Yeah, I might have those relapse moments, not where I necessarily go back, but where I go, oh man, I missed that thing, you know? And then if I, let's say I do relapse for whatever reason, let's say I do get on back on it, then I'll remind myself that, dude, nah, this, this ain't it. And then I'll go back. Hmm. Yeah, but um, I don't have a, an addictive personality. personality. Um, once I set my mind to it because my reasoning is really good that it makes sense to me and it and like I can pull back and see where I want my life to be and how this one thing is preventing me from that thing, then yeah, without a doubt, I, I, I don't I don't think I'll ever need it. It'll be it'll be uh, interesting to see what role it plays in like Taika's life um, and like our future kid if we ever have another one, like their life and seeing how like we can control that right because like 
it might be weird like if i'm completely off it and they're super addicted to it and i'm like completely disconnected i don't even understand what's going on anymore like i kind of don't want that either yeah because for the the next generation like taika's generation social media might not even be a choice yeah you know what i mean like for us what wasn't a choice is telephones right everyone's house had a telephone no one no one was going mm, nah i'm gonna be off that telephone yeah. I'm addicted to my telephone. It has too much dopamine in that thing. Like everyone had a telephone. It's just part of his existence. Yeah. Right? You just know any business you want to contact, hit 411. You can get their number. You can call them. Yeah. Because we're born into the telephone life. Tyka's going to be born into the social media. Well, he is. He's born into the social media life where everything is social media connected. So he's not even going to know a world outside of it. And if he's if that is second nature to him, then for us to be connected with him, yeah, we might also have to stay connected somehow. For sure. But I think once, um, and this is me speaking for my ass, obviously, because who knows where anything's going. So and it's how... about to be stinky. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. Um, but I think just setting those boundaries and going like, okay, what am I, like how people like, let you use it, don't let it use you mm, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. Taking it one day at a time. That's all you really can do. I think when you try to take too many things on and think of the future too much, that's like an uh, what is it, an uh, paralysis, over analysis is paralysis or whatever. That kind of like is so daunting that you're just like I don't I don't even know what to what to do, what to start, where to go. Yeah, I think they said it a little bit more intelligently than that. But yeah, I get, for sure. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you're just as stupid as I am. So of course you. No, I'm get really it. smart. Um. So yeah, taking it one day at a time makes things a lot more digestible. I think taking one thing at a time, but also knowing what your where you're going, where your goal is. Yeah. And then I think your goal is also uh, it's relative to your goal muscle. So, for example, um, you know, like I, I, I've noticed that like. Uh, like financial investors, because I've been following them a lot, um, people that have been through uh, uh, have not been through recessions and barren bull markets. They are less calm, you know. Like, oh fuck, this is going crazy. What do we got to do? We, we got to like, uh, like, like mass sell or do whatever, right? People that have been like Warren Buffett, been through tons of them. They just see it. They understand what's happening, and so when they see, uh, they're like, oh, we got to pull out now. When they see a recession, yeah. When they see a recession come, it's not a bad thing. They go, oh, I just adjust my game plan. Versus, I think people that don't have that muscle exercise yet, recession is a bad thing. Or this is a bad it's like thing. Check is versus your chest analysis. Yeah, yeah. It's just when you're when you get, when you're when you've had multiple cycles of that chess, then you can think longer and longer term without it freaking you out. But I think you should it should only you should only set your goals as far away as it's a form of encouragement and happiness, and not a form of anxiety, because then your day to day is not going to be good. Yeah, yeah, it is going to suck. Anyway, on that note, nope. we're done. Okay, good. Good. I'm not even going to ask you shit. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.